0: Girls, ladies, and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's Uncle Silk.
1: It's your boy Thirty Five, the All American, and Dan.
0: Everybody can't be an All American. Everybody can't be Dan. What'd it do, fellas?
1: Yeah, man. Well, you know, you know, it took a lot of practice and effort, man. But you know, God bless <laughs> me, man.
2: How <laughs> was All Boys Weekend?
1: <laughs> oh, it was great. It was great. Uh, Grilled a little bit on Saturday, man, with the, with the fam, bam. Uh, It was it was real rainy here, so we didn't we didn't uh, get to do too many fireworks and whatnot, man. I didn't really want to do them anyway. My daughter was pressuring me to do them, but we got a man last night though. What about you, Sip?
0: I ain't getting too much, man. Um, Went and grabbed some some food Saturday. Went down to the intercoastal, had a little small picnic with the family. a picnic where well, we didn't make sandwiches or nothing. We just kind of purchased the food, <laughs> took it down there, <laughs> and hung out. You know, a modern I, I, picnic. I saw the
1: pics, man. I saw the pictures, man. The family pictures.
0: looks fun. Yeah, yeah we took fun. my daughter. got My daughter's into photography now. We got her a new camera for her birthday. Um, So we took her down there to get some practice and, and let her do her thing while we do, spend a little quality time with the family. That's about it.
2: I love it. I love it. I was cool. up in North Carolina for a couple days, uh up there and had a had a really good time uh, just out, out in the country. I ain't like, seen no uh, pictures of no moose or shit like uh,
0: that. So no, I'm
1: no, no. we ain't got no pictures of no buffalo and no shit like that. See, no, no
2: bison. No, no, no. But if you look if you look back, if you, <laughs> back to, if you scroll back to if you scroll back to Thursday night, you can see me shooting off a cannon. Yeah. Real life cannon. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, so like, a, like, a,
0: like a bazooka? Like what are you they talking about?
2: Like a they cannon don't know on the friends. Yeah, well yeah, yeah. You yeah. did it
0: and uh, an actual cannonball flew out of it?
2: We didn't we didn't shoot cannonballs, but we used powder and then we stuffed it with like yeah, like you paper and stuff you you to be a little bit
1: <laughs>
2: oh, <yeah. laughs> we use black powder, not the white powder. We used uh, like powder, uh, put it put, put it in the can, stuffed it with um, some like uh, like paper bags and stuff like that. We ripped it up and stuff like that, made a small little ball and shot that off. Obviously, to, to make sure that it was safe for so no shoot no shooting uh, projectiles around. But uh, but yeah, I never thought in my life I'd shoot a cannon, and here we are. Got four under my belt. I'm practically a revolutionary soldier.
0: <laughs> practically, practically, you you up there, bro? Um, that's the vibes, man. I ain't, I ain't really getting too much. That was it. Sunday, um, uh, just a whole lot of TV watching, catching up on some Netflix. So we had plans to go do some things at the park with my brother in law and his family, but the rain killed that. Dog, these new rain showers are no joke.
2: Watching yeah. anything
0: good on TV or? I watched uh the other day the King of Staten Island, which was which okay. was pretty h- hilarious to me. I thought Is it was very the King funny. Davidson one. Yeah. Okay. Hamilton is on, on, on it's screaming right now, but I can't, I'm not that bored yet. So we'll see. Okay. If football don't happen, I may get into some Hamilton.
2: <laughs> it's it's really good. I saw it uh, a few years ago here when it came to Tampa. So definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, but it's just one of those things that you really have to pay attention to. So uh, make sure you can block out, I think it's like two and a half hours long. So make sure you can block out uh, some What's time in your afternoon. For- yeah, yeah, it's a musical.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna watch two and a half hours of musical. I, I I I barely got through Lion King.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 long. It's very very long. It's very and exceptionally well done, but it's just very long. Right. It's just one of those things you kind of have to watch in order. You have to watch the whole story. It, it would be a tough thing to pause. Now there is an intermission, and you could certainly pause there. But um, but but I'd recommend it. But just you have to have some time.
0: What you watching right now on TV? <sighs>
2: Not much, of anything, to be honest with you. It's been it's a, a right busy, yeah, been a busy couple of uh, weeks back at uh, back in the office and, and with work in general the last like, two months or so. So haven't been uh, been watching too much of that. But um, <sighs> I'm open to suggestions. So timeline, throws throw us some suggestions. Um, I started I one last night. Okay,
0: I started one last night. It was pretty good, but I didn't. I fell asleep on it, so I don't know if it's. I want to recommend it. I can't even remember the name, but it was something on Netflix with uh, UFOs and the government. Okay. I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get back into that bag. I wish I had the name and the title for it, but I'm gonna get back into that. Um
2: there was one show I started watching, uh, like a couple episodes, and it's one of those things that's just on while you're while you're doing some other work. It's called like Crazy Delicious or something. It's one of those cooking shows, but it's very different. They take like real life food like out of a garden and, and they make it. I, I don't know, I don't even really know how to describe, but it's like a, a traditional like cooking show on steroids. It's just very, very good. Very different right. than than your traditional ones, but it's good good background noise. And you're just be like, oh wow, it's pretty neat.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Like that that. I, I, I think I've I, I seen I, that, but I didn't I didn't I didn't go I, to an episode.
1: But I tend to get hungry, and I know I can't cook like people. So oh man.
2: no, you definitely can't.
1: You know what I'm saying? I ain't even <laughs> gonna <laughs> go tease myself like that, Dan. I can't really <laughs> watch them make making all. Gotta, all, all gotta, I can't
0: it really. may encourage you to try it though, dog. Oh like, yeah, I'm gonna try. Yeah, you gotta try. Yeah, I'm gonna try. You know. Like, I, I watch uh, Snoop Dogg and, and Martha Stewart's cooking show, and and, and I've gotten, exp- you know what I'm saying, a little
1: yeah.
0: curious and tried a few things. I've seen Martha never tried, So, like, I think some of the cooking shows are dope.
2: Yeah. It's it's just a very kind of unique twist on it because they have like this like makeshift garden and and everything else that they have to go and like pick their own and prune their own stuff. So I don't know. It's just a a little bit different. And uh, I think I think you'd like it. So, but it's like like I said, it's not it's like on steroids. So like it's almost just as artistic as it is probably delicious. So
0: gotcha. Uh, I got to check that
2: out. Check it out. Um, but let's get uh, let's get into the show. This uh, this week's show is always brought to you by the, our friends over at the Thomas Firm, uh, who are going to handle any uh, insurance claims for property damage to your home or business. Uh, their lawyers have over twenty years of experience handling roof damage and leaks from storms, water damage, hail damage, hurricane damage, sinkhole damage, and fires. Uh, So they're going to work all over the state of Florida. No claim is too big or too small. So if you suspect that you have any damage to your home, give the Thomas Firm a call for your free consultation to ensure that the insurance company is going to pay what they are owed for the complete repair of your home. No charge unless they recover what you're owed from the insurance company. Give them a call, 813-221-2525. Again, the Thomas Firm, 813-221-2525. All right, boys, let's talk uh big picture and then we'll we'll go into uh into kind of gator sports here. Harvard and Princeton today announced uh, that their school for the entire 2021 uh school year is gonna be virtual. That leads us into the question what do you think UF's going to do? They were supposed to announce last week what they were going to do with their students. Uh, I think if you would have asked us a month ago, and if you would ask us today, our answers are going to be different. What do you guys think is going to happen to the uh, to the academic calendar at the University of Florida and the SEC this year?
0: Um, I think right now it'd be, it'd be just a far-fetched uh, guess. Um, I, I don't know. I think the news changes every morning we wake up. Um, when it seems positive, the next day we get something negative and the next day we get something positive. So. I, I don't know what we're going to see, man. In my opinion, bro, I just don't see how it happens, especially just watching the country and especially like the Southeast do what It do all weekend for 4th of July weekend. I, I don't know, man. I think the numbers going to come back and look kind of crazy in a couple weeks because everybody's kind of waiting until the end of July. Um, I've I seen Sankey, the SEC commissioner, um, drop something today with ESPN uh, with, with a few things, man. So I think they're all waiting until the end of July to see what the numbers look like.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't, I don't foresee an announcement coming this week or next week. I think you have too many unknowns and too many variables. But at some point, they're going to have to make a decision with the information that they have available uh, at the time. Uh, I got, know, I, I
0: got Sankey's quote right here. This is from okay. to say. There are important decisions to be made in the coming weeks, and by late July, there should be more clarity about the fall season. In the meantime, our, our athletic programs will continue to effectively manage the health and safety of our student athletes as they continue to the voluntary. The, they continue voluntary activities on their respective uh, campuses. So pretty much, he's just saying they just waiting on the end of July to see what everything's looking like in the next few weeks, man. And they'll make a decision by the end of July. Um, I do think like they're they're starting to contemplate. I'm I'm pretty sure they got Plan Bs as far as like a backup season, maybe mm-hmm. a later season and later in the fall, and other things like that. They may try to roll out if 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 they cancel this in a couple weeks. But I think we're all just waiting and seeing at this point, man. That's life. In 2020, right now,
2: yeah, it's a uh, it's a very bleak all around. Um, it's bleak, uh, obviously, with the coronavirus and numbers growing, uh, you know, across the country. It's also bleak for a lot of these schools and for certainly a lot of these conferences of football and, and college sports don't happen uh, for a lot of universities. College sports and especially football is the is the backbone to a lot of money making endeavor for that our endeavors for them. Whether it's a, it's a big school that that gets paid to get beat. Uh, by a bunch of schools every year, or whether it's a big school that relies on 95,000 screaming fans every week. Uh, you have a lot of college uh, towns that are going to be affected. You have a, you know, you have a very bleak circumstance uh, for a lot of these, uh, you know, colleges and universities. And I hope that, you know, the, the best decision is made for the health and safety of our students or student athletes and to the people that work at these universities first. Uh, but, you know, the SEC has a very, very big decision here. Now, the, the one thing that's Good for the SEC is that their fiscal year runs from June 1st to May 31st. So, you know, as long as they have a football season at some point next year, um, you know, between now and next May, um, you know, I don't think it's as big of a hit, but it's definitely uh, going to affect a lot of schools, and and I'm very curious to see what the outcome is.
0: Likewise, Ahmad, what you think about to happen, bro? Man, that's
1: weird because. Uh, you know it's gonna be hard to bring everybody on campus and you you know you gotta understand you know these these are young adults but they still have parents that make their decisions and stuff too man so and who pay, who pay their tuition and stuff so it's gonna be hard to, to try to get god or you know people back on campus kids back on campus um, with all this going on i can't see that happening so i i'm leaning towards the virtual school That, I, I you know i'm thinking they they you know just work on that get it better from you know the, the time that they just had off Um, But doing the virtual school, I think they do virtual and just just keep it that way.
2: Yeah, I think that that's probably the direction that they're going to go. The Ivy League is the first league that's going to announce what they're going to do this year. Um, They're going to announce, I believe on Wednesday of this week, uh, what they're going to do with their uh, with their fall schedule uh, for sports. Like I said, Harvard and Princeton, which are obviously in the Ivy League, have already decided to go virtual. And what I would imagine if I were a betting man, I don't think that we're going to see football in the Ivy League, which then has your trickle down effects of what other uh, universities might do and other conferences might do as well.
0: Yeah, You think everybody waiting on to see what Ivy League going to do?
2: No, I don't think anything. I don't think everybody's gonna (laughs) wait on what the Ivy League does. But I I think once you have somebody that makes a decision, then all of a sudden you have your other, you have your Patriot League, you have your other kind of smaller, you know, conferences start to make their decisions. And I think you might have some of your smaller group of five conferences make their decision, and then all of a sudden you start to have these domino effects, you know, across the board. So no, I don't think the Ivy League is the biggest one, you know, that's gonna make an impact. But I think if all of a sudden you start to have half of the leagues announcing by maybe the end of next next week or the week after that they're not gonna play, you know, there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a lot of pressure on other, you know, conferences to to probably pull the plug as well.
0: I go out on the limb too. I think there's some players out there that that are not gonna go out on social media and just just come out and say, I'm not gonna play if if you know what I'm saying certain things are not done as far as health wise. But there is a small, I think there's a small and, and, and I don't know the quality of players, the starters or whatever, but there are players out there that are not going to play if, if the if the numbers are not right. right. Um, but they're just not gonna come out and tweet about it, post about it, and they shouldn't. So I think, um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how far I'll shake out, man.
1: You know, I, yeah. I, I was talking to I was talking to a friend today, man. It was you know, just you know, throwing some ideas and whatnot and, and brainstorming, and you know, we we really talked about you know, think about this, bro. All right, so you know, the, you know, the deaths are, are 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 getting lower, right? The death count, mm-hmm. right? So we understand that, but you know, the cases are still going up, right? Mm-hmm. So. You're asking these kids, think about this. You're asking these kids, right? to come sit, sign a waiver possibly to come to school, knowing you know the risk involved with coming back to school right now, right? And then they're saying that we can't pay the players, so that's just a whole other opening the can of worms. Then now you, you want these kids to come back and risk. And they ain't even really you mean, for, for these what these
0: kids are important. And, and, more,
1: and then right. and then you got and then you got the coaches and, and the guys who sit in the front office who are making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Not mm-hmm. risking getting this disease as much, or I'm sorry, this virus as much, right? Because mm-hmm. they're not playing, bro. They are sitting up in, in the box or or doing what? You know what I'm saying? So these are the ones who pushing, well, hey, hey, man. Let's get these kids back. Let's get these kids back. Well, damn, dog. Y'all I mean just a couple months ago, y'all ain't even take play players, and now y'all. That's come
0: that's down. why, like, it's a slap in the face to just say, oh, they they get to get a free
2: education. This is a slap like, oh, in damn the face. Damn. Get, yep. to get
1: a free. Yeah, bro, that's that's nonsense. And, and well, I hate when clowns say that shit
2: and I think that you can probably see this from other leagues too I know the NBA has had a couple assistant coaches who are over the age of 60 already say that they're not going down to Orlando in baseball right. you've already had a number of baseball players including David Price who said that they're not going you know and they're not going to play they're going to opt out this season so I think you're going to start to see more and more of that Um, you know Kansas has had 12 players test positive Texas Tech has had 23 players LSU had 30 players quarantined Clemson had 37 people Texas Longhorns had 13 people UF had 11 University Colorado had two, University of Houston had six, Kansas State had two, right? So there's you're already starting to see the trickle down. And this is just already what's been announced. Um, but I, I see you know some potential coaches sitting out. I, I see athletic directors that are, you know, in that more susceptible age bracket, you know, them potentially, you know, getting afraid. And 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 I don't blame them, right? And and I I I I have to sympathize with with that decision that they have to make. What's you know the best decision for for themselves as well. So I think even if you have a season this this fall, which I think is very implausible, you I think you're going to have a lot of trickle down effects of people that opt out or want to sit out. Um, and whatever we have this year or next season for for football is going to be very different than what we're used to. And I, I don't even know if it gets fixed next year unless numbers drastically change.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, I'm just I'm just playing it by ear. I don't have a opinion either way as far yeah. as like if it's gonna happen, if it's not gonna happen. I just think it's a roller coaster ride, and it doesn't look good. I hope it happens. Um, yeah, I think we're set up to make a run this yeah. year, So I want to see college football happen, man. But I just don't know if it's gonna happen. That's all. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's like chances it looking slimmer and slimmer every day. So yeah, uh, you well, know, it's- you know, even even with no football, you know, sports or whatnot, what have you, it's going to affect recruiting. It's going, you know. How, mm-hmm. how you know, in, in another year or so, uh these kids gonna say, you know, you know, I right, you screwed your high school? Because what are you gonna do with the seniors that there's about to be upcoming seniors?
2: Yep, the high and school. then do you. Do you give these kids waivers and do they you right. get to play them next year? And then what do you do for the kids coming in? Yeah, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna just, just going to be messy because, you know, it's – I don't want to say it's easier or whatever. But, you know, with spring sports, you don't have as many teams that have as many players on them, right? So for basketball, you can say, okay – or not basketball, for, for baseball. You know, hey, you guys can stick around. We'll I'll let you, you know, not count against those numbers, right? And you're only probably losing six, seven people. With football, you have classes of 25, 28, you know, that are graduating. And now all of a sudden you're asking these universities that may have not played football or certainly their athletic departments and university budgets got slashed to now pay for these kids for another year. And then what do you do, you know, because you just recruited a bunch of kids to potentially replace those kids or your sophomores that are supposed to be rising up. It's a uh, it's a messy situation. So I'm glad I don't have to figure it out.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm no, with but-
2: all right, let's get into the uh, the Gator segment uh, of our show. A lot of uh, a lot of news at the time on this week. So, uh, this Gator section of, of our podcast is sponsored to, uh, by our friends over at Roof Soldier. Roof Soldier is a veteran-owned company that specializes in all aspects of residential and commercial roof replacement of, uh, pardon me, and repair. So, whether you're home or business, give Roof Soldier a call. At one eight seven seven Roofs FL or visit their website, roofsoldier.com. They, they will give you a free inspection uh, for your roof if there is any evidence of windstorm or hail damage. You'll work with the insurance company uh, as well. Again, the first 10 callers will get a, a free inspection and men- that uh, pardon me, the first 10 callers that mentioned Stadium and Gale uh, for, and have a free inspection will get 200 dollars off their roof replacement once they enter into a contract. So again, roofsoldier.com 1877 RoofsFL. All right, boys, a lot of news hit the timeline this week. Uh, Five-star defensive lineman uh, down in Palmetto, Leonard Taylor, today announced what I think everybody knew, that his two finalists are going to be uh, Miami and Florida. Uh, I think some people think right now that he's uh, been a long-time lean to Florida. Um, Some Miami insiders are saying maybe he's a lean to Miami. We still have potentially a season to play ahead of us, uh, but certainly big news uh, there.
0: Yeah. Um, opinions. Uh, I really don't have an opinion. I don't know what Leonard Taylor is going to do. Um, if it's a business decision. I like David Turner in the business decision. Uh, it's been a weird year of recruiting. Uh, we need football to kind of happen, I think, and because the way we're set up, we don't have elite recruiters. We have guys that put a, a product on the field and then they can sell that product. So I think having a season will benefit us. Uh, not having a season will benefit Miami.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, So I I think he's not announcing his decision until National Signing Day, so still a a long way away from that. Uh, Also this week, uh, five-star prospect out of uh, Dallas, Georgia. Is it Smale Mondin? I think is his name anyway. Five star linebacker, uh, number two outside rated right linebacker in the country, announced his top five, uh, which includes the Gators along with Georgia, Tennessee, LSU, and Auburn. Kid can play, kid can really play. Don't know exactly where Florida sits there, uh, but again, uh, I've seen the,
0: the, the, the edit and he like kind of broke up the uniform and like sections of like <laughs> gave each team a section. I don't like the size of our section on his edit. That's what I'm gonna <laughs> say. I still that to say this. <laughs> I, I don't like the size of, of, of where we were on that edit.
2: It's like it's like when they're announcing their decision, you see four gas station hats and then the one fitted hat from Leeds. you always know what the decision is.
0: Yeah, we got just <laughs> our hat is just blue and there's not even a logo on it. <laughs> like he, what's that blue dad hat? Who's that for? <laughs>
2: uh, I love it. So uh, number 26 player in the country. Uh, he won't announce his decision for, for quite some time. Uh, let's see what else happened. We talked a little bit about it with Connor uh, last week with the Elite 11, uh, but five star quarterback uh, Caleb Williams, who uh, this weekend committed to Oklahoma, won the Elite 11, uh, which Trent Dilfer said was based 75% on junior film and 25% on the actual event. But then they listed their top uh, 12 players, which at an Elite 11 is interesting, uh, naming 12 people instead of 11, but no Carlos Del Rio, despite the fact uh, that uh, a Lot of the folks that were in attendance there said so Carlos D'Oreal was one of the top quarterbacks there. Uh, do you guys take that into consideration at all, or, or what are your thoughts on the Elite 11 in events like this?
0: My thoughts is that Elite 11 is a scam. Um, shout out to my man Dan Mullen for being the best quarterback evaluator in the country. Uh, anybody that, that Dan Mullen takes the QB1 E Cycle, if you recruiting, all the recruiting people that listen to the stadium and get, I know y'all, y'all fuck the show. I get them people four stars. Anybody that's, that's damn on his QB1 E cycle, give him four stars because by all accounts, anybody that was at the Elite 11, anybody that reported from us at Carlos Del Rio was the guy that that camp. He made all the waves. He made all the news. Um, weighed in at, uh, came in at 6'3", uh, really stout, big, strong arm. Uh, his, his fundamentals was getting a little better. His footwork getting a little better. Uh, I, I like everything we saw from Carlos Del Rio and I'm never questioning Dan Mullen's choice on who's going to play quarterback at University of Florida.
2: Yeah, no, I think Carlos Del Rio definitely cemented himself as a uh, as one of the, the better quarterbacks uh, at the event. I think we we saw uh, that with a lot of the videos that were shown, highlight reels, but but also the people that were there, especially the unbiased people that were there. Uh, I really like the the way that Carlos Del Rio has improved too. I mean, when when Florida took him as a quarterback, right. I guess about a year ago, uh, we saw his mechanics were a little shaky, a little off. I think some people had you know some some skeptical eyebrow raises, and and I think at the time, you know, those were probably you know rightly um you know given us takes but you know i think what we've seen in just the last year um is just an unbelievable growth of of his skills and his mechanics and to be able to go out there and do as well as he did amongst the best players in the country and what seemed like a pretty rigged event uh overall for winners and and and, and whatnot uh, i think he really came out and did a great job so i think that he's a guy that you're going to see climb up the uh, the charts over the next you know couple months whenever they reevaluate players again
0: I think AR, AR got Rob last year, Anthony Richardson. I think he yep. got Rob last year. I thought he should have made the Elite 11. Uh, it just goes back to I think Dan, Dan Mullins is looking for a raw talent, um, more physical tools than anything. Right. Uh, he's, he's not looking for a polished thing because he can make you polish. So I right. think he's looking for arm strength, athleticism, size. There's a certain thing he's looking for in quarterbacks that he see that these evaluators are not going to see because they're not shaping and molding quarterbacks. They're just right. trying to evaluate exactly what that guy is right now. Dan Mullen sees potential and all the other stuff in quarterbacks, and he wanted to shape and mold the guy. So, uh, just vibe on the quarterback takes. We yeah. got a lot. Of, we got a lot of takes to get off. Um, a lot of recruiting takes. A lot of opinions. But quarterback, <laughs> we can vibe on, bro. Dan, Dan got us. I, yeah, no,
2: I think I think you're right, Suck. I mean, think you even look back at, at Tim Tebow, and I know Tim Tebow is a highly ranked four star guy, uh, you know, but you look at his passing mechanics at, at Cam Newton's, um you know, passing mechanics, yeah, the, you look at. Uh, Tim right, was a five-star. Yeah, like, he just skimmed sorry, all over
0: that, that, that extra star like that. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, no right. right. Five-star, five <laughs> whatever.
1: Um, bro, so like, wait, let me stop you right there, Dan. Right, I want you to stop. <laughs> bro, he the only dude, I went to Nike camp, right? Because we didn't really have too many camps like that when, I, when we was coming out. I went to Nike camp, bro. He got introduced to the to to everybody at the camp by the head dudes. was like, I want you guys to, to uh, meet someone. Like, right well, for Bro, this man did 185 like 30 times, bro. <laughs> like literally, because we benched 185 instead of 225. He did 185 yeah, like yeah. 30 times, to- like 30 reps, bro. Right. I, yeah, I
2: did I seven. Th- uh, I did. That, that, I'm not. slighting am not Tim Tebow here at all. You um, did a little
0: bit with that four-star. So, okay, he yeah, so four 5, no, no, no,
2: five <laughs> <laughs> He's the number 22 ranked that. player in the country. You guys are getting lost <laughs> in the point here. Um, you look at <laughs> no, Cam, Cam Newton, four-star, but still passing mechanics needed some work. Nick I Fitzgerald, think he can't finish
0: as a five, yeah. though, right? Uh,
2: no, I don't think so. Uh, I'm pretty sure,
0: I think, bro. I was a recruiting judge back then. I, then. Think
2: and, I think him and John Brantley were both four-star. Again, missing the point here where <laughs> you have a bunch of players that have all the physical Physical tools right Tim Tebow obviously had all the physical tools he's recruited by everybody in the country Dan Mullen looked at him for the ability to obviously have those physical tools obviously you know enhance them as a passer same with Cam Newton same with Nick Fitzgerald same with Dak Prescott same with you know what we're seeing out of Emery Jones you know hopefully what we see out of Anthony Richardson so like what you were saying Silk if What I was getting at three and a half minutes ago was you look for that, you know, that that size and that that raw ability, um, especially as a physical, you know, runner or somebody that is, you know, can take some hits. I trust Dan Mullen to work on their mechanics. That's the point I was making.
0: I got you. Yeah, they they all were raw. Like, uh, even even Cam Newton, he was a a physical specimen. Nobody even thought he had a shot because Brantley looked somewhat polished. But, yeah, you're right, bro. The physical tools is what he's looking for.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, the characteristics in the, in the quarterbacks that he usually he usually gets It's like leadership type guys. So right. Correct. Guys who 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 who's not scared to open their mouths in front of the team. Yeah, got to be a rah you know, right, yeah, rah Yeah. You got to be some somewhat something like that, bro, to be able, you know. And Travis is not necessarily that, but Travis wasn't recruited by. By Muller. You see Correct. what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, I think he look, he looks um, um, at that characteristic in the guys that he recruits as well.
2: And Silk, so, you were right. Cam Newton was a five star, number 28 player in the country. Bro, I do
1: this recruit oh, shit, even man. Know why. <laughs> yeah, we the number one recruit class that year. Yeah. yeah. yeah would, 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 not with my help, but still, you
0: know. Yeah, I would never forget that because I remember when we, uh, we got on to Cam late and it was kind of like we took him late and yeah. we had John Brantley in the fold. And a lot of people was like, oh, this kid is like an athlete. He's probably going to end up at wide receiver because Dan mother was doing the Joe Hating, that DB shit. So a lot of people thought he was going to end up somewhere else, man. Um, But nah, look at him now. He's playing for the Patriots.
2: Well, didn't did did he commit or did John Brantley? Because John Brantley was committed to Texas. Correct. I guess we could always look this up, right? A pretty easy thing to look up, but it's more fun to talk about. You it's know, a little, it's
1: a, I'm a little foggy because you know. I think Cam was, um, um, I think
2: Cam.
1: I think Cam was already committed, and then and so, and so he he Cam Brantley, committed correct. in yeah,
2: um, September. Took yep. his visit in November, and then John Brantley committed. John Brantley committed in right December. So, so John Brantley was committed about for, for about nine months before Cam Newton uh, was, yep. was committed. And I remember that Texas had um, – Florida had Jevin Sneed committed, who then ended yep. up, I believe, at Ole Miss, right? Ole Miss, um, right. That's who beat us. He left, and then John Brantley – Obviously, the son and you know relative of of many f- former Gators past you know, was committed to Texas, and then he made his flip. And I think everybody thought that that was kind of a strange pickup at the time because John mm-hmm. Brantley obviously didn't fit that mold. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Cam Newton came in, everybody was like, "Oh man, this is the guy that's going to take over." And Cam Newton's actually the guy that played as a freshman, um, Ahmad and Silk. You obviously remember that, but then all of a sudden, John Brantley was 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 kind of on on path to. To take over, so <laughs> it got some weird. I'm gonna stuff tell you the, the business, biggest, bro.
0: the biggest hold on before we move forward. The biggest message board lies was in, in gated football history was about oh, yeah. John Brantley. <laughs> there were was, people benching yeah. Tebow for John yeah. Brantley because of practice, like notes and like rumors yeah. and shit. Yeah. And then when we seen John Brantley live, no disrespect to John Brantley, oh, I felt God. I was so sad, like, like, bro, I've been waiting to see this guy, waiting on Tebow to leave to see this guy for
1: this, <laughs> like. Bring yeah. Timmy yeah, back <laughs> immediately, right, bro. Listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna say it was I'm gonna say this. It was a lot of little weird stuff was going on, and I'm gonna leave it. Up. Gonna right, give give right
0: us some, give us the D's, gonna, bro. I'm I'm leave weird, weird stuff. stuff. Ma, Ma, this stuff. is
1: so, a decade ago. You can you can break so out some this of those Right, watch this. How you shirt somebody as a? I mean, how you how you not redshirt somebody as a freshman, but redshirt them as a sophomore. How, how how you how you, you gotta create yeah. Now you see what I'm saying? At quarterback when your quarterback played the year before. So how does he not play and go backwards and get red shirted?
0: You gotta you gotta separate them two, man. Uh somebody was gonna transfer regardless. Uh it
1: wasn't gonna be Cam. I can just tell you that, bro. We used to talk to talk to Cam about this all the time. Cam was adamant and what tell you, bro. He's going yeah, well, nowhere that, all yeah Damn he sure it wasn't gonna be Cam until he bro, fucked up. Bro, he said he, he would tell us, bro, all I need is one year. Nobody was worried about Cam leaving, bro. But but stuff got real weird, bro. Stuff got real weird,
2: so What do you guys think? You you think if the, the computer stuff didn't happen, you think Cam would have been the next guy in line or?
0: I think I think uh, this whole story is different. Um I don't know, I, think, bro. I, I don't think Urban Leaves like none of that. Yeah. I think yeah. I think I think like him not having that guy, that type of guy at quarterback cuz we can see now he needs that type of guy at quarterback to be successful.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I think him having a guy like John Brantley in a, in a, in a goofball like Adazio, an offensive coordinator, was just kind of like, yeah, I got to get out of here.
1: You gotta More get, than yeah, the
0: off-the-field stuff.
1: Yeah, bro, because it, it I'm telling you, because like...
0: Because you can't just bench John our, Brantley. Our,
1: our, our offense, what a lot of people don't realize, our offense like, went downhill right. when, Mullen went to, when Mullen went to Mississippi State. Bro, Like it, it was just not, not saying it wasn't fun, but mm-hmm. just playing in, in 2008 and then going to 2009, it was just so right. weird because... Remember we kept we was winning, bro, but we was playing such great defense because yeah. we we had all eleven from the, the national championship year come back and all eleven back up. So we had a, the first twenty-two guys on defense come back from the national yeah. championship year, <clears throat> and what made it weird is because a lot of those promises start coming out. Yep. So so now Will Hill not playing, now mm-hmm. his daddy and family wondering why. Yep. Now they, you know, now they pushing mm-hmm. dudes out. Now they moving maze. Now they moving, mm-hmm. move guys on defense. How do you go? How do you win a national championship on defense, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody from that national championship defense comes back and you don't have that same, yeah. that same lineup the next year. Why are, well, you, yeah. why are you messing with it?
2: And then, you, you know, know and then, then Florida got weird. I mean, you know, after that, because they had both Brantley and Newton, you know, they don't recruit a quarterback. And then they kind of recruit one in Jordan Reed, but he was more of an athlete, obviously ended up at at tight end, even though he played a little bit of quarterback in Florida. And then they recruit Tyler Murphy, right? So then Florida goes Uh, from having Tim Tebow, Cam Newton, and John Brantley on the roster. You know, you think about whatever John Brantley you want. To having nobody for the next, you know, two years basically. And then you, you end up with, you know, with Tyler Murphy. And then you, you know, push you that Trey. out a few years, and then you have
1: Tyler nah, Murphy, Skylar
2: nah. Morningweg, and No, 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 no. You missing one. They brought in Trey Burton.
0: Remember Trey was Oh Trey yeah, yeah. Trey quarterback. was a
2: quarterback too. Yeah, no, you're right. You're they right. didn't
0: bring Trey in to play no damn quarterback though.
1: Man, you tripping. Like hell they did, bro. That boy can't day one playing quarterback, bro. When they did when it when he couldn't throw the ball from me to you. Then that's when they changed him to tight end or whatever the hell. They they, they, probably broke, promised,
0: they probably promised him some shit, but I don't think he worked out at a single camp at quarterback. Did he, bro, like, bro, like he was pretty much a running play. back.
1: I, that's what I, I played against him in high school, bro. He was a freshman yeah.
0: At, yeah. At Venice.
1: So he didn't play quarterback there, I don't think. But I think when we left, he played a little, little bit, you
0: know, bits of here and there. Wildcat shit. He was doing wildcat. Yeah, shit.
1: bro. But when he came here, bro, they had this man really dropping back, throwing the ball, bro. I'm telling Yeah, you, Dad, somebody had to go. Know, but the whole, yeah, the well, whole, I think
2: I think part of that was just because they recruit anybody else, they need somebody yeah, to throw the ball. You yeah, know, yeah. Um,
0: I don't know. Yeah, Jordan uh, Reed back there too, too yeah, for a little
2: minute. That's that's nuts, man. We had a uh, hell of a time. Well, boys, I know that we've got a, a lot more to talk about. We're going to talk about it after this, but we've got an exciting guest uh, that that uh, everybody's been clamoring for in the timeline. Uh, so we're going to give um, Spencer Hall a call, uh, and as always, our um, our guest of the week is sponsored by our friend uh, over at Friedland and Associates. Friedland and Associates is going to deal with anything uh, you have with, uh, with personal injury law. Uh, located down in South Florida, our friend Lee Friedland is going to help you uh, battle whoever it might be. Make sure that you're protected uh, against all um, – Cases that you might be out fighting against. So give uh, give Lee a call in uh, his firm, Oh uh, Friedland and Associates, call at 954 321 8810. That's going to be yourfightourbattle.com. Again, that's Lee Friedland at Friedland and Associates, 954 321 8810. Let's get Spencer Hall on the phone and then we'll, uh, we'll pick up the skater discussion after.
0: You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale.
2: And join us for the first time on Stadium and Gale as a Twitter legend, uh, founder of Every Day Should Be Saturday, uh, previously with SB Nation and Box, and currently a media free agent, uh, is a fan favorite and frequently asked for guest, Spencer Hall. Spencer, how are you doing this evening?
3: Uh, I couldn't be better. I'm on, you know, the Florida Gators podcast, so
2: I feel at home. Uh, Let's I'm, go. I'm, I'm
0: Spencer,
2: I bet. Spencer, want to know your story. Uh, I've known you for as long as basically I've been around Twitter and, and kind of the sports uh, media world. Uh, you're a UF alum, but talk to us a little bit about how you got started with uh, creating Every Day Should Be Saturday and kind of your your personal story there.
3: Well, I started it back when I just wanted a blog to talk about football. And everywhere else I went to talk about football, they said, you know, you you probably need to slow down, dude. You post too much. You make too many comments. This is this is unsustainable. And um, you know they were right. I did post too much, but uh, it wasn't unsustainable. And it turns out that the blog was a hobby that kind of ate my job and became my job. And that's roundabout how we ended up here.
2: So what I guess so you have, you know, every day should be Saturday. How did you grow it? I mean, what was your your strategy? How did you find your, you know, your niche in the world? I mean, you went from a guy that was was writing and and posting too much to a guy that's a frequent guest on on Scott Van Pelt. So so what what happened in between? Tell us a little bit how the I guess how the sausage was made, if you will.
3: I think it's really flattering that you think I had a strategy. Um,
2: <laughs> That's
0: the best strategy. No strategy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> go. <laughs> it's pretty, I was reading a, I was reading a book today about, uh, about it's called endure it's by a writer for outside. And he's talking about endurance athletes. And he said that one of the reasons that East African runners like Kenyans and Ethiopians are so good is because everybody else worries about pace and they mm. just go, they're like, you know, like I said this on Twitter, but you know, it's really cool scoring four touchdowns in the first quarter. That's a great way
2: <laughs> right. to get a
3: lead and to win a race, right? Like a good offense is a good offense. That's, you know, that's basically what I did. It was just to go and to really sort of, I guess anything strategic happened later. And that was thinking about, well, you know, who, who do you want to be online? What kind of a community do you want to have? And, you know, you make mistakes along the way, but, but all told, you know, it's, we have a pretty cool group of people who follow us. They followed us for a long time and, and what we wanted to do. And I say, we, that's just me and everyone else who wrote on the site, like, you know, Holly Anderson and uh, Jenny Campbell and Jane coast and action cookbooks and, and Ryan nanny, um, you know, all the other people who wrote on the site, the idea was just to never, this is a game and not just a game, but it's a game that, you know, that is really popular in parts of the country where, you know they're interesting parts of the country to say the least right so we didn't want to take it very seriously and we wanted to make sure that it felt like not pro football but with college players but that you know no we're writing about college football you know the good the bad um, but all with the sort of like irreverence and yet respect that we could muster for it that's a real long answer but like that was generally the take it was like i'll i this is College football. I didn't come to college football to have a bad time. I didn't come right. to be overly serious, you know. Um, you know that's 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 what the coaches are for, right? <laughs> that's that's what the players are for. <laughs> Not yeah. too much, you know. I want the players to have like a great time, but like the thing that makes the sport special to me is that it always happens in a definite place, you know, like Gainesville or like Athens or like Baton Rouge, or um, you know, uh, or Ann Arbor or Columbus, and that it, it involves players who. Um, You know, players who haven't been polished yet, players who are a little raw, players who, um, and, and, you know, y'all know this way better than I do players who sometimes make huge mistakes and then sometimes pull off things that are, you know, seemingly above their capabilities. It's one of my favorite things about the sport is to watch guys make mistakes and then recover and do something I had no idea they could do. So that was the idea. We were going to write about it and try to write about it honestly as, Hey, you know you might think this is amateur hour, but we think that's a good thing
0: there's, there's moments when we like when you're building these platforms i think like it's all built up in moments like there's like certain times with certain things happen and certain plateaus you you, you overcome Um uh, which moments when you kind of knew that you had a, a substantial or a pretty solid platform that people was like kind of coating behind and following
3: you know i didn't really know that anybody was paying attention until I went to a Florida game. And I think it was, might've been oh six or 07, but somebody recognized me and I thought, wow, that's, that's weird. You know? Okay. That's cool. Yeah. And then uh, a couple of other people recognized me and I thought, wow, that's, that's, that that's, that's kind of cool. And then um, this group of like Gator moms pulled me over and they're like, we love you. You're hanging out with us. And I was like, well, when you got the moms, I guess, it's mm, over. I guess, I guess yeah. you've achieved some kind of critical mass, you know, cause like, I don't know, some college students, they, they come and go, they might find something else interesting on, uh, the internet to follow. But you know, when the moms ride for you, I was like, I don't know. I think we got something here.
0: What do you think, um, this whole media thing is headed? I think the, 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 media, the world's changing, obviously, um, everything else is changing. I think low key, uh, Media and the way we're going to consume it going in the future is going to change. What's What's your opinion on that?
3: I think a lot of you'll see this, and the idea behind the internet is always to come up with a new way of looking at things, consolidate it, make it so that only three or four people actually make money off of it, and then to ruin it. So you kind of always have to like stay ahead of that. You know, I came up on blogs, and the the thing with blogs was, uh, you know, you actually because of the way the ad market was set up, you could make a decent living as long as you had enough traffic. Facebook and Google all but put an end to that. You know, they took most of the ad market and just hoovered it up. So people had to move to new platforms. Um, you know, soon that became social media. Well, you know, Facebook, I'm sure, was a great place to develop an audience eight to nine years ago. It's not now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they will, and they will try to keep all of they will try to keep all of the loot for themselves at all times so it's it's like this constant motion from one platform to the next to the next and i think what you've seen is you know now newsletters are really popular okay you start a newsletter well eventually people are going to start a newsletter you'll get a good audience and then they'll say you know these five or six or seven newsletters right like if i got a gator newsletter oh look if i have a i have a bulldog's newsletter okay well now we have kind of an sec one we'll get a big 10 soon i've just kind of reinvented the subscription website (laughs) you know um but this is what people will do. You know, you're continually like reinventing these new things. So I think you'll see like newsletters will become increasingly popular. I think that, you know, I think things like Twitch and streaming, nobody's exactly figured out how to make um, a living, save for like a very thin slice of video gamers off Twitch. But I do think it's real promising. I think it's something that, that variations of that, because, you know, you're, you're so close to your, your reader or listener,
4: when you do that
3: and it's so, it's so immediate. And I think the thing that doesn't change, right. I just spent like two minutes talking about how everything changes and you have to be ready to like abandon your platform at any point to jump to the next one. But I think the thing that doesn't change is that relationship, you know, the people like, you know, if if people, if people really like you, right. If they ride for your stuff, then they're going to keep doing that. You just have to make sure that you have some kind of vehicle to, you know, some way to keep the wire warm, so to speak, you know, like this is, I didn't know this. Okay. Y'all have a podcast, right? Right. Okay. Your fans, they think they know you, right? They think they're, they think y'all are friends. It's a different kind of bond. It's unlike Mm -hmm. anything that TV. Yeah. These are my friends for real
0: though.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah. 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 But like, but like this was, they, they, I was not ready for that. Like with our podcast, um, Uh, which we're trying to figure out how to restart and what platform we're going to use. Right. We're asking all these questions right now. Um, our podcast, I wasn't ready for that kind of like intensity and that kind of love. I just thought, oh, well, you know, we talk into a box and it goes on the internet and nobody paid attention. Well, you show up in person for a live show and suddenly you realize, no, 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 these people are your cousins now. They're coming over.
2: I love it, hey, Spencer. Talk to us a little bit about some of your your favorite posts. I mean, one of my favorite posts, and I'm sharing them in the in the group chat with the guys. I got one because we've got an ongoing joke about buffalos because I was in um, Wyoming a few months ago and I sent them a picture of a buffalo just out of nowhere. Um, but you wrote a fantastic piece on just buffalos. Uh, but then you wrote one on uh, little on white buffalos
0: or just the animal buffalos. No,
2: just the animal, the buffaloes. Oh my uh, bad, because yeah, yeah, I love yeah, white yeah. buffalos. Oh, yeah. um, and then um, you know a, a guy that Ahmad played with and a guy that I was friends with in college uh, Will Hill um, what are some of your favorite articles and uh, that you look back on on your what 15 or so years that you've been doing this
3: I don't think I'll ever have more fun than writing about live game coverage <laughs> um, I I loved I mean we didn't win this game but the 2007 Florida road trip to LSU. Yep, That is, that's still the best game I've ever seen. It's still the most fun. I don't want
1: to talk about it. All right. <laughs> I realize
3: for for a mod, this is a very different story. You got to know from the stands though, man. No, 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 it was, it was one of those games where I know we lost, but like, I, I think everybody left that and thought, yeah, nobody, nobody left anything on the, Nobody left anything in the tank. Like it was a game where I have never seen people play that hard, that consistently uh, for as
1: long as they did. Man, FM said otherwise, but it was a great game. (laughs) A lot of people who we needed to show up that night didn't. So,
0: but yeah, you can say some names, Ahmad. Like say who didn't show up, bro. I'm just gonna say
1: there's a lot of controversy about. No man, they actually about controversy. Keep it a beating. Who didn't show up, Ahmad? I'm just telling you. For, for what? one, yeah, for one, I love him to death. But Dustin Doe didn't do nothing. His whole whole oh. year. Okay, there we go.
0: Was, Dustin Doe over. next week. Dan, let's get Dustin Doe next I week. Got,
1: I we, got it. We could get reaching can out. No, no, no. I would. I would <laughs> just to be, like to point to, out that Dustin Doe is bigger than me, and I. Didn't have <laughs> all right, but but to be fair, Dustin Doe was was athletic as hell, and he came back the next year and played great against Georgia. So. But my boy just had a, a a lot of questions on are you gonna stick your face on in, in there and, and hit somebody? And that's where they beat us at. They got fourth, six down uh, six fourth down conversions on us, bro. Like that that doesn't uh-huh. happen. Who gets who gets six fourth down conversions, bro? Like on the team. Left bro, line. we was we we was up four but we was up fourteen with the ball in the fourth quarter. And lost. Grant them uh-huh. if you
0: ask us like the right fan. That's
3: that's awful,
1: bro. That's awful. Okay. <laughs> <But, hey, laughs> Jacob, Jacob uh, Hester. Fourth and short, Jacob no, Hester. And at one of those times I think he fell, bro, his knee hit the ground a little bit early, and they gave him a spot, uh, an incredible, oh, crazy yeah. spot. Well, did, you, did you think we were getting that call of Baton Rouge? Oh, my Papa God, bro. I'm not bro. making that call at Baton Rouge. Yo, I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> this man was, was, I mean, a whole half a yard, a whole yard short, and they gave him a spot. So, but, you know, it is what it is. Now, wait, listen, okay. if they, if I give them that call of Baton Rouge, they're going to burn my truck. I'm glad they didn't give it to us. <laughs> hey, look. Uh, hey, hey, Sim, I'm glad they didn't give it to us because we beat the boys by 30 the next year. So, thanks. <laughs> get some ammo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
3: Oh, no. That, that, that was more fun. Let's talk about that game. That's great.
1: Yeah, we can talk about that all day. Yeah,
3: okay, I also, I'd,
0: I'd like to get a mod just to say names. Like, that's always I know, fun.
1: We got him earlier. Finally. I just don't we want to, <laughs> you know. Because these are my people, so I don't want nobody to come up and think that, you know. I'm talking bad about anybody or negative or anything like that. It's just, you know, sometimes, you know, I mean, shoot, it, it was some games, right? Well, a, a game or two that I ain't played that, that well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm Corrected I, itself, yeah.
1: Let me, ta- let me tell you, bro, the worst game I had at the University of Florida in my career, 2009 Arkansas, was the worst by far that I ever ever had in a game of uniform. And I, I think, I mean, we were arrogant. We had won a lot of games in a row. What,
0: what was Urban saying to you on the sideline? Cause I know he was like, when you getting cooked, I know he got some crazy shit to say to you. I ain't
1: really, but I ain't really get cooked, bro. I just do just stupid shit. Like, I like when I when I because the position I play, bro. If I get beat sometimes just to, to and how I wasn't the defense. Yeah, okay. You, really, yeah, you, really, <laughs> you can't really tell, but I, I not nah, nah, but I play box safety. Man. So yeah. so I'm guarding the tight end. So if I if I mess around and not not guard the tight end, yeah, he caught a, a drag route on us and we tackled him for twelve yards. You see what I'm saying? Instead of so so mine won't be as noticeable, but when we look at film, I'm like, fuck, oh, you know? Um I just remember dog, I, coach Heater called me uh Sunday morning after the Arkansas game and he was like, Hey my, you know yeah, uh, you, you mind coming up here a little bit, a little bit earlier today? I want to talk to you about a few things. And I'm like, yeah, man, I, I fell into the trap. I'm like, yeah, coach, I come, you know, I'm gonna go eat real quick and then come up there, man, bro. I got in there and he laid it on me, cause first of all, I warmed up with 12 goals in my mouth, so that's that's gonna keep that a buck. I came out to
2: the warm-up, <laughs> slugged up. I had, I had six on the top, six on the bottom. Uh, <laughs> Man, yeah, bro. Walking in there not, like Trick Daddy. Not, you got to let
0: right. him know. You got to let you him know, know. Dan Tavius.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, listen. The dude had just came to the hotel to bring him to me, bro. So, he, so of course, I'm going to wear them so You tripping. I, bro, he just bought them. You
0: ball boil them first.
1: Man, bro, I ain't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I talk the things in my mouth, So we, we straight. So, I go to the warm-up. You know, I don't even wear a mouthpiece in the game. So, that's that's out the question. So I, so I mouthpiece. So you you could just see you could just see my, my my mouth going crazy. So Coach Mick look at me, take take, take that shit out of your mouth. Man, I ain't playing with y'all today, man. So let me just go and take them out, man. God leave, bro, you know. And then it just was downhill from there. Like that was just the start of a, 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 a freaking storm, bro. I was I was missing coverages. I don't know if y'all remember, but Mallet hit us on a deep, a deep pass late in the game. You remember that um mm-hmm. there? And then we had to go down and, and, and run an option. And we ran an option play with Dips and, and, and took a, and we took the lead again. Yeah, but they, we were down. Yeah, hey,
0: we had keep with Spence a little bit, bro. I don't know if you, you remember or not.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, bro. just going, just you know, just going, going back to that man. Just, um, yeah, that, that was my worst game, though. I don't know. I, I got lost in the sauce a little bit, Spence. My bad. <laughs> it's all good, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. That's no,
3: that's. Listen, I I just heard you talk about how you warmed up with, with twelve goals in your mouth before the arc. Yeah, man. So
1: <laughs> look, so, so for so, so for all our young listeners, man, don't don't play with goals anymore, man. Just go out and take do back. Hey More
0: Spence, I got I got, I got I got a question for you, Spence. What's your favorite uh game in the McAway area and favorite game in the Muschamp area? <laughs> oh
1: my god. Okay. Which game
0: so, you uh, lied the most about, Arthur?
1: Yeah, I
3: gotta hit. Okay, this one. so the game, the game that, the game that nearly gave me a stroke in person, but I think it made me a stronger <laughs> person. Um, I was at the Mizzou game for homecoming, um, and there was a person in front of me. This is the one, by the way, where Will Muschamp broke math, but only two teams that had like uh, that kept the other team to like 140 yards offense or less, and lost by like 20 points or more. And both of them are Will Muschamp <laughs> 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 teams. Yeah, remember, this is a game where, like, Jeff Driscoll just goes on tilt. He just ends his Florida career. He's done. He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know what he's doing. Um, He committed, like, two turnovers, and he came back in the game, and I just – I'm sitting there with uh, my brother-in-law and just go, yeah, man, there's a third coming. He's going to throw a pick. Next play, dude throws a pick because that was exactly who he was at that point. He was just not comfortable in any way, shot, psyche completely destroyed, just – well must champ football, man. And I remember like thinking this is a down payment on some great joy down the road. Like I'm gonna this is what I'm gonna think about when we do something big and awesome, you know, <laughs> sometime in the twenty twenties eventually. When we beat Georgia again, this is what I'm gonna think about because <laughs> I was here and the great joy in that game, by the way, was I'm typically sort of dramatic when it comes to Florida football I'm not real rational and I don't really want to be because I'm a fan you know and I don't want to lose that like I have to look at every other team objectively just let me look at Florida and be like God we're trash even if we, you know (laughs) like I was I went to school 94 98 I was like if we don't win by 21 what are we even doing you know we don't put up if we don't put up 400 passing yards yo there you go close, close up shop what are we even thinking like I'm the worst Gator fan but I will tell anyone I am absolutely the worst Gator fan and will acknowledge that. So um, in that game, there was some sunshine pumper right in front of me who's like, hey, listen, man, Will's, got to, Will's going to turn this around. And I'm sitting there the <laughs> whole game. And like, normally, I'm not going to bother the idiot in front of me. I'm not. I'm just going to let him be dumb. And later, I'm going to make fun of them when they're not there. This game, I sat there the whole time. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Just cackling, just laughing at him, just being like, "Uh huh, watch next play." Going to turn this whole program around. Right now, son.
2: <laughs> I remember and, being um, at that game. That was the worst game I've ever been at my entire life.
3: Oh, it was terrible! It was terrible, but I tre- I treasure it because, um, because you know what? It made me. It made me a Highlander. I can't be yeah. killed. I was at that game. So <laughs> I want the mackerel. The one from the McIlwain era is uh, that was actually a genuine pleasure. Was when Old Miss came in and out of nowhere, Will Greer just turned into yeah. like the pinpoint passer of all pinpoint passers. Oh yeah, and we destroyed them. That was
2: that yeah, was, was the, the
3: McIlwain
1: era, right? Yeah, that, that night was yeah. that night was crazy.
2: Yeah, I was I was I was,
1: I like,
0: I was there the week before when we uh, did the comeback versus uh, Tennessee. Okay. So that, that following week, the wife wouldn't let me like go back-to-back to, back to Gainesville, so I couldn't go back-to-back back weeks, man. But that Tennessee week was like – he didn't get hot to the fourth quarter yep. on that one. But that old Miss game, he was hot the whole game, man. And you couldn't tell me we wasn't like back. Yeah.
2: Oh, I thought we were going to win the national championship that year because I, I had just um, – I, so I was at, at UF from 06 to to 2010. So you know I was there for some great games. Obviously a bunch of games that we we won, and uh, but some really good ones, including that cock block game and that LSU game in 08. Um, but the way that the swamp was rocking at that uh, Ole Miss Florida oh, game, I, I was like, I, Florida's back. We've got our quarterback for the future. And then what? Like two weeks later, he gets popped for uh, whatever he was taking at whatever
1: drugs no, he, what they, they wanted so to say cool. he
2: took, and then and then from there just. Oh.
1: Whatever hap- what, what happened with that? What was the backstory with, with all that? With, with who? Did he, take, with, with Greer, did he so? Did he take something that he wasn't supposed to? And hell yeah, <laughs> he,
2: took, he took a lot of things, both uh, over the counter, behind the counter, and things that will never be served at a counter. Um, that that probably didn't help him either,
0: right? Okay.
3: Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I, I from, from my understanding, most <laughs> of this most of this came from the Will's like under Will's belief that he was. Too skinny, too small, To uh, you need to bulk up in order to uh, survive as a quarterback. And mm-hmm. I was like, really, like the logical extension of this, you're like, well, how did he end up at West Virginia? And I was like, three step drops, baby. <laughs> like, there you go. Air raid. Right. <laughs> there you go.
1: I'm not going to get hit.
0: <laughs> yeah, you
1: put it in the air fast, you won't get hit. All well,
0: right. I was just looking at his dad, I'm like, how is like, like eventually? Because. <laughs> His dad like he juiced a little bit, so I thought like eventually like, this kid is just not gonna be skinny forever because something's gonna happen. That was always my belief. So when he got caught, to me it was just like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of see how that could
3: happen. Yeah, God, I thought, I thought he was gonna be. You know what? I was right. He was great. He just, yeah, was he in, was. It was just in Morgantown. Yeah, right. Unfortunately. I
2: Spencer what what is your 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 what's your outlook for the college football season this year? you think we're on track to play, not on track to play? What do you, what do you think if you were betting me?
0: If you had to bet on Kanye West being president or college football happening, <laughs> what you got?
3: Um I'm going to bet on college football happening, but I'm not going to feel real good about it at all because um yeah, it's we're looking now towards compromises. We're looking towards Half measures we're looking towards, we're looking towards whatever is going to happen is going to end up being something that nobody's going to feel normal or like because or normal about or like because we don't have any ability to flatten any curves. We don't have the ability to guarantee player safety, much less, you know, the safety of anybody in the stands. I don't know if you've reviewed the literature, but uh, one big Like, one big attractor, one big center for COVID uh, infection across the southeast has been college bars. It's the absolute worst for infecting other people. Now, college students are generally, you know, young and healthy. They don't really have to worry about this too much. But what happens when you get your 50-year-old alumni in there on weekends and they're all jammed into, um, I I don't know, Balls because I know the swamp just closed. But yeah, is it balls or is it the salty dog? Wherever. There salty dogs where it's at. Yeah. No, there's no ball ball.
2: slander on this. Ball balls is the best. None. Well, I mean balls (laughs) balls. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) While while we're keeping it a buck, let's just go
4: (laughs) keeping it a stack.
3: Right. I don't love balls because it's wonderful and a great experience. I love balls because um, because it's awful and because I feel like only the strong survive there. Um, the, the thing that happens is what happens when you get people who are legitimately, like, threatened by COVID-19? You get them in these social situations where everybody's two feet from each other and, you know, talking as loud as they can. It's the worst possible environment for it. So I don't think we're going to have fans in the stands if we have football this season and i don't think every league is going to play the same way like i don't know if the pac-12 is going to pull this off um i feel like the sec and the big 10 are probably the ones who are most committed to having a full season followed by the big 12 and the acc i really honestly don't know if the pac-12 is going to do it especially if la continues to be so hard hit by the virus
2: Spencer, talk to us about – I'm reading one of your articles right now. That's why there was a little bit of a delay on um, Grand Theft Auto Gainesville. Um, You've obviously been known to create a lot of creative articles. Uh, You're writing a book now about a fiction, nonfiction, like Wild Wild West thing. You've got this going on. Um, I know you've done a lot of work with uh, John Boyce in the past over at SB Nation. What are some of the favorite pieces of – literature and artistic freedom that you've been able to do?
3: Um, I I really enjoyed writing. Uh, I enjoyed writing uh, Buffalo. Buffalo was fun because uh, it was kind of just a bunch of things that I've been thinking about for a long time, but that's like, that's, that's more of an essay. I think my, my favorite thing I, that I've written was, uh, you know, every time you go to New Orleans and you go to the quarter, there are these police horses, right? And the police horses are always like, super chill. They're really important for new Orleans crowd control. Like one reason new Orleans did real well. And like the latest wave of uh, police brutality protests is because uh, the new Orleans PD is so good at dealing with crowds. And anyone who's been to new Orleans uh, knows this, right? You go there and like, they can clean the place out real quick without too much fuss, mostly because they have horses. And I sort of started thinking it was like, Oh man, I bet those horses have seen some things. They've seen (laughs) life. And then I was like, those horses have to be pretty jaded, man. They've got to be, like, the most jaded cops imaginable. So there's, like, a piece way back in the archives about, like, a New Orleans police horse reflects on, like, the Sugar Bowl weekend. And it was easily (laughs) one of the weirdest things I've ever written. But I also remember thinking, I was like, I feel this horse. Like, I get this horse's pain. This horse needs, like, a Netflix show. Are you sober doing this type of stuff, man? This is, like, brilliant work. Yeah, it's it's back it's back there, but I'd have to find it. I think you know like it was uh it was, you know, like if you could imagine like Bojack Horseman plus like, you know, a Raymond Chandler novel. I think that was probably what it was.
1: Yo, so yeah. uh go ahead so No, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Bro, so one of the stories, you know, we talked about all these stories. One of the, the the stories that that come to mind um is the Will Hill uh, story that you you wrote. How did you? Get, oh yeah. <laughs> where did you get the content from? Oh, obviously, we know it was right there. Will Hill. Yeah, there yeah. <laughs> right. well, yeah. was a lot of stuff going on, man. But you know, what, what was you thinking when you when you wrote, wrote about that story? Well, I was just thinking that Will Hill had a much better
3: time in college than I did.
1: <laughs> right.
3: And, yeah, like he obviously had a, a way more going on and really, really sort of like completely savored the full Florida experience. But it was also the time like real early in social media when, you know, I, I think people didn't realize there was anything to lose. They just said, oh, hey, I'll just, you know, whatever's going on, man, comes in my head, I'm going to post it, right? Um, this was before tweet delete, <laughs> this was before you could archive your tweets, which yeah. I, I, really I really encourage you to do, you know? <laughs> and so I just, you know, sort of took a random sampling because here's the other thing too. And, and I was like, I would love to tell Will this one day. Will's got a great voice. He really does. Like, just the way, like, you know, I think half of being any, like, successful entertainer or, uh, of any kind is just, do you have a cool voice? And, like, you're reading Will tweets and you go, no, 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 this dude, like, I know it's him, right? Like, if I can, I can see it on the page and I don't even have to hear his voice, I was like, I know this is Will. So I think that's what actually made it work, right? I think, like, some of it may have been, you know, wow, this guy's having wild time like he is living raw in Gainesville right now but that wasn't all of it i think part of it you can't make fun of somebody if it's not genuine right i I think it's impossible to write something about somebody without being kind of affectionate towards them or at least trying to understand them and i think like when i was writing about that you go you know i think will hill is kind of extraordinary man (laughs) (laughs) you know and and when and when and if i see him you know he can like, one, he can slap me, and
2: two, I need to buy him a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure i will take you up on that. <laughs> oh, man. It's fe- I, I talked to uh, a fan of our show being a, a lot about uh, the wild, wild west times of Twitter in like 2008, 2009, how different it was than it is now. Um, somebody on the internet wants me to ask you about Pizzagate. What well, can you tell us about Pizzagate? <laughs> what, what, what about pizza? he said ask him about pizza gate i want to if-
0: know now what the hell going on
3: <laughs> I, yeah I, I i don't know is that uh, are we are we actually it's like talking about like the dc pizza <laughs> gate where a guy showed up with uh an assault rifle thinking there was like a, a criminal cabal in the non-existent basement of a dc pizzeria
2: i guess or- i don't know um May I, the only thing that I can find is that you said, can we Pizzagate this Jim Mackel, uh, Jim McElwain shark cuddling story and insist it happened, which I think would be a great idea. No, no, no. So they said to ask you about Pizzagate. So there's my question about Pizzagate. Uh, yeah,
3: no, that's uh, – I, I, am, I am at a loss right now. But um, I will say this, that I still can't believe that I, that I can say this, and it's actually a sentence. I think if Jim McElwain had handled the whole – shark picture thing better than he might have stood a chance of surviving I don't know like yeah just he was just weird man he can't be weird.
2: Yeah, he was a weird cat, man. He was a weird cat. Um, Spencer, what's what's kind of next for you? I know that you said you know you're still working on the podcast. You've got the book uh, that you're uh, working on with uh, Spencer Johnson and the or Spencer Johnson. Your name's Spencer uh, uh, Richard Johnson, a good buddy of mine and a couple of your other friends. What uh, what's next for you though?
3: Uh, next would be a little get, get the podcast together, get the book done. Um, might be another book project behind that one. Um talking to a couple of different people, uh, which you know, there's like it sounds I'm making it sound real cryptic and mysterious, but like, you know, like people who do sports talking about them about what, you know, right now is a very interesting time to be a, a free agent because um typically what happens in college football, and this is a trade secret, that everybody forgets they have to hire a college football writer until august 1st and then suddenly people call and they're like oh no oh god it's august because i didn't realize this if you're not on the internet um a lot of people just kind of take july off yeah that's when you go to the beach that's when you, vac- you know, That's when you vacate so a lot of the executive class is just kind of like yeah we're not working friday y'all see you later <laughs> uh that's i think this year is going to be like a really interesting version of that because We don't even really know if there's going to be a season, much less um, if people are going to want to read and listen to stuff about college football. So like, it could be even crazier. It could get to August, you know, 10th, 15th before, you know, there's any kind of like movement from everybody on. Oh, okay. I I guess we kind of need to staff up because nobody's hired anybody yet. So um, if that's not the case, then, you know, we'll do a newsletter. We'll figure it out. That's, this is this is the great question. Y'all started this whole conversation with us about like, OK, well, how do you do this? And the answer is everybody has to figure it out every single year for the first time.
0: Hey, Spence, um, what what or who inspires you to take this whole route like uh, journalism and, and the way you do things like you you have a, a person that, that you looked after or a kind of one to be?
3: Um, You know, there are a couple of people who are sort of some Gainesville specific, some not. I, you know, I didn't major in journalism. I majored in English. You know, I I had I had even fewer job skills than a journalist, which is truly frightening uh, when I graduated the University of Florida. But people who really sort of inspired me, I loved what Anna Marie Cox did at a site called Wonkette, which was an early political blog because. Um, they certainly didn't take politics seriously either at all. Uh when I was at Florida, I loved a writer there named Harry Cruz, who was a big inspiration to me. Uh don't ever read his stuff around your kids because uh they might look at it and it's it's just filth. It's just absolute reprobate filth in a lot of ways, but it's really good reprobate filth. Um, you know, those are the people who who I looked at and said, you know, okay. I really like what they do and I like how they mess with things. And I like that they're not, they're not trying to get a job at a newspaper. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that, you know, the guys who worked at newspapers who were cool are really few and far between, you know, there was like Ralph Wiley who wrote for, you know, ESPN page two is also like when I did read sports writing it was usually stuff like ESPN page two, like page two was cool. Page two had Ralph Wiley, page two had, um, you know, that was where Bill Simmons got to start. Um, you know, that was where, um, you know, of, of all people, like, uh, that was where Bill Money Jones actually, I think, appeared on the Internet for the first time. He was like a radio guy and then ended up with a spot on there. So, like, guys like that and, and writers like Anna Marie Cox, who, you know, definitely try to do things differently, those are the people who really sort of inspired what I do, I guess.
2: I love it. Uh, Spencer, it's an absolute pleasure to chat with you. Thanks so much for, for coming on this evening. hope you had a good time and we definitely want to have you back on. But Best of luck uh, with everything. Um, I don't know if you want to plug uh, anything, but here's your uh, here's your opportunity to social media and plug yourself away.
3: Sure. Uh, weird old college football western coming out called Sinful7. You can go to uh, just go to sinful net, and you will find our website. It is a an, Online PDF only book, an e book available on Gumroad. You know, like while you're there, heck, you know, pick up Jay Serrano's stuff too. He's also on Gumroad. And then uh, follow me on EDSBS, and where news of future events, endeavors, and franchises will be made more than clear because I tweet like 30 times a day whether I want to or not.
2: Man, I love it. Well, Spencer, thanks so much for coming on this evening. We look forward to having you on in the future, and uh, have a great rest of your night, my friend. Hey, it's
3: okay, Ahmad. Hey, Dan, thank you, and go
1: Gators.
2: You got it, go Gators. All right,
1: go Gators. Go Gators.
2: Spencer Hall, that was fun.
0: Yeah, that was pretty dope, man. Dope conversation. Uh, the fans are waiting on that one. Yep. One of oh, the yeah. lowest keys.
2: Speaking of dope conversations, guys, there's a tweet we saw yesterday or two days ago. Vernon Hargraves the third. Best cornerback in school history. Agree? Disagree?
0: D best. That's the wild uh, wild take. Who said that? Jerry?
2: Uh Jack. Gator Jack.
0: Oh, Gator Jack. Oh.
2: That does sound like yeah. something Jerry would say.
0: Right? Yeah, that sounds
1: like a Jerry. He need to have his, <laughs> to have his account suspended.
2: <laughs> All right, boy. Uh, yeah. So um who, who, in your opinion, and we can maybe go through a top five or so. Uh, no slight to our Vernon Hargreaves, but who are your top five uh, Gator uh, cornerbacks?
1: I, I, I just want to make this very clear, too, bro. Like we're not, we're not slandering Hargreaves because he definitely no. was, he, he was a dog. So I, yeah, I, VH I got VH got busy.
0: VH got busy. Yep. I think First got, round I, draft I, yep.
1: I, I, Look, I, I think he got two bricks outside, so we ain't going. We nope. ain't slandering, but two kilos. Yeah, bro, he got two of them. So <laughs> he got two um, of things out there. Uh, yeah, and ain't too many. And ain't no too many people we finna name probably that got two of them. But nope. Yeah, I, but you know, I don't yeah, know. You have know. to be
0: respectful to VH on paper, yeah. bro. Because on paper yeah, he doing the on paper, Yeah,
1: on paper he doing his thing. But um, I, I, other guys like lito Shepherd and and Keywan mm-hmm. got some, some a few things to say. As Long as, as you know us and Joe.
0: Yeah, who you got number one overall don't try to be political you know what i'm saying i'm, tr- I'm here to get i'm here to get busy today i'm here to podcast who you got
3: uh, <laughs> who you no got one number all. one yeah oh <coughs> uh, uh. oh I, I gotta
1: I gotta go i'm go
2: with lito got, okay got to all right. I got keywan ratliff number
1: one
0: you got one i got i got joe Hayden number one
2: okay yeah.
1: you can't like go wrong. Is-
0: Okay. All right, I got I got Joe I got Joe one. Okay. um, interesting to see hear y'all too since y'all got like
1: I like y'all y'all <laughs> one. So I'm interested to hear y'all too. Five, Joy. Hey, okay. Yeah. Okay. Without a doubt, uh, I, uh, I, I,
0: I want to hear one. Dance Dance with Key one for one. So
2: yeah, I'm gonna go Lido Shepherd number two. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well you got?
1: Who you
0: got?
1: Who you got three?
0: Who, me? Shit, my two. I got to do my two. Oh, yeah, my you got to do your two. Who you got to? Oh, man. I'm going to get disrespectful because I got jink. Okay. Okay. okay.
1: okay. Right. I I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I, I got jink next. <laughs> my three. I swear.
2: So, so that's – I'm actually – I was just going to say the exact same thing. I don't think Janoris – especially because he didn't end up finishing his career at Florida. Um, he never got the accolades that he yeah. probably deserved. But when I'm looking at pure man. raw cornerback, good Lord. So I'm going to put – no disrespect to these guys, but I'm going to put you Norris Jenkins number three.
0: There you go, bro. I'm telling I you. I got today. you good too. Uh, <laughs> my three – uh, now nah, I got to get respectful. <laughs> I can't just be
1: talking yeah. crazy.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to get legal at my three. Okay. All right. All right. I'm I'm going to spook y'all. I'm going to go do something crazy. Y'all ready for this one?
2: I know where you're going, I think.
1: <sighs> no, you don't.
2: Are you going to go Chris Henderson? You no, he might
1: go Quentin Dunbar. No, no Dunbar in this conversation. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> Henderson, man.
2: Henderson, me? Yeah.
0: Oh, yep. that was my next. Yeah, yeah that's me next. Yeah. Henderson's yeah.
2: up there for me. Henderson's. Yeah, up man, for me
0: next. Yeah, I think.
2: I, I think. I think next. I'm gonna go um, Silk. You had him. I'm gonna go Joe Hayden number four for me.
0: Yeah, I got Hendo at four. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. five. So it's on. Who? Who? Amara went first. Amar, who your five? I can, I can even I
1: can I can even round out running hard. grades at number five, bro. Okay. Cause I ain't even, cause, cause, bro, you gotta, you gotta respect this game somehow. We can't. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Yeah, that's, that's who I got.
0: That's who I got in my five. No disrespect. Yeah, wanted yeah. to make my five, but that's who. That's my top five. I but got Vern. But, but,
1: but that that goes to show you how many dogs in that for him oh, absolutely. to say
0: that. Like,
1: don't yeah. just don't don't just say that, bro. Because that.
0: You, oh no, you know, that that ain't no disrespect. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like,
1: that, nah, yeah, but, but but for dude to even say is number one. No, oh,
0: don't say that, dawg. Don't, don't do Oh, nah, won. no, Hargraves ain't one.
1: No, I don't do that, dog. don't do that. don't uh, do
0: that. If you just if – if you ain't watching the games and you just looking on paper, you, like Hargraves look cause, like that guy, but, like, I watch the games, bro. i seen all all of them. Everybody we just named, I was yeah. there. <laughs>
2: and, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna go. Um, I, I really like CJ. I like Vern. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit older though, because that's just kind of guy I am. I gotta go Fred Weary. Is <sighs> yeah, talking. I was about to say. we,
0: yeah, we Fred Weary we got, got we busy. Weary. That that is disrespectful <laughs> not to have Fred Weary. Out there. He yeah, got he got
1: busy cool. in the league too with the same Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that's what I'm telling you, man. That's a lot of disrespect yeah. that he, he said in that in that one tweet that he put out. He don't even realize it. You disrespect yeah. a lot of people, a lot yeah. of folks.
2: Yeah, but, it, but it's if that's your opinion, you got to yeah, stand in the and paint. got to stand in the
0: paint on that one. I'm not, I don't judge nobody's opinions, yeah. but I'm also, but I got jokes about them. Yeah, but <laughs> you <laughs> said, so if, a, if, if a, your opinion is kind of crazy, I'm going to tell you, like, your opinion is a little crazy, though. bro. I'm going to
1: respect your opinion, but you just got to respect me what's going to come out of my mouth. So Right, correct. That's what you know I'm what I'm saying? You say. got it, you got Yeah.
2: I don't know. Vernon Hargraves. That's interesting. I'd be curious to see if we did that but, for some of the other roles. Well, go ahead. You
1: got to understand. You got to understand who all – man, bro, how do we not – But you have Vernon Hargraves. You had, what, Tease Taber was on that team. Yeah. Uh, Quincy, right?
2: Uh, I think Quincy
0: was a freshman. Did you, did, uh, okay. Now, Quincy, Quincy and Q, uh, Tease came
1: in the same class.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I think that they were both freshmen, though, uh, that year with Vernon. Okay. They might have been sophomores. Cause
1: bro, they have some and then Duke Dawson was on that roster with them. Oh no. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Duke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And,
1: they, and they also yeah, had they I also had Harris
0: the uh, yeah, they also had the young boy that transferred, mm-hmm. man, that got into the trouble. Um I'm forgetting his name right now. Um defensive back out of uh, Fort Myers, whatever his name oh, is. Uh, uh,
1: Pop Saunders. That, that Pop that's Saunders, not, well, Saunders,
0: Pop Sanders, yeah, he was one, uh, but not the other boy. Um uh, they got into the shenanigans. I think he's playing oh, for the Patriots, name.
2: though. <clears throat> oh, uh-huh. um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh man, oh, no, bro, up. I'm sorry. Let's see if I can look it up real quick. Hmm, I think I know who you're talking about. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, about this podcasting. is bad podcasting, but yeah, uh, it's
2: bad. bad radio, but um, but yeah, no, I mean that. But that's the thing, right? I mean, Quincy <laughs> Wilson balled out. Tease Taver balled yeah, out, bro.
1: You got a you got a <sighs> roster, bro.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, but but I feel like that's the way Florida's been since, gosh, probably the mid two thousands. Right. I mean, just a bunch of people on their team. We just Um, can't put
1: it together all the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a privilege
0: to play uh, defensive back here, man. That's why we ain't got to do no shenanigans, man. You want to come play
1: defensive back here?
0: Like we shouldn't have to beg you to come.
1: Yeah, bro. No, we're not even on that. So you know. I, 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 I like them young boys that's back there now too. So,
2: yeah, get in their
1: blood, blood now.
2: That's right. I mean, I, you know, I posted it earlier today. You know, Kyer Elam. You know, might be a guy that you know you're talking about potentially as a, as a great. Um, you know, there's a, a lot to be excited about on that defensive backfield, and you got a couple other guys that are uh, that are coming up too. Uh, J C Jackson. So who you were?
0: That, that's right? his name, J C yeah, Jackson, uh, bro. I don't remember him. What JC Jackson was actually ahead of uh yeah. T's M- oh, man, what's called? Uh, and my man, what you call uh NQ on the yeah. depth chart, yeah. You know? yeah. He got into some trouble and whatnot, dog. But JC Jackson was that guy, bro. Yeah,
2: okay. JC J. Jackson and Duke <clears throat> Dawson were really close friends, their parents yeah. were really close too. Um, you know, JC Jackson got in a little bit of trouble, and now, yeah, now he's in the uh. Playing for the Patriots. So he went, he transferred. I think he transferred to junior college and then he went to Maryland. So,
0: right, uh, right.
2: To, to yeah. there. So, uh, a couple well, other pieces of news. Speaking of D our defensive backs, uh, T's Tabor was released today from the 49ers. Uh, let's see, a couple of yeah, other. He things. get
0: released like three times a year or something. Like, how many times oh, did he oh. get up? <laughs> he
2: that got just, released and then. He got released last year in the middle of the year, I think, by the Colts.
0: When he um, gets picked and- up, let's do that news, too, because I just get yeah, tired yeah. of hearing just get <laughs> dropped. I want to hear him pick uh, up like, I want to
1: get
2: yeah. so positive about Yeah, myself,
0: yeah. I, I, I remember
2: on? he tried out for the Dolphins again, like, when he got dropped out. They brought him in to, to, uh, for tryout. And he didn't sign, and then he t- then he went to the 49ers, and then he tweeted about how great it was that he was about to win a Super Bowl with the 49ers. But, uh, T's Tabor, wish you the best of luck, my friend. Uh, Neil Blackman, a uh, rider for, I believe, Saturday <laughs> down. South said that program insiders expect Justin Shorter to receive a waiver this year. Uh, So if there is a football season, Neil Blackman says that program insiders say expect wide receiver uh, Penn State transfer, former five-star guy to, uh, to play this year. And then final piece of Gator news this week is Kevin Johnson jr son of Kevin Johnson senior who played for I think seven eight years in uh, in the NFL including with your Jacksonville Jaguars so Kevin Johnson uh, who Dan Mullen uh, offered uh, when he uh, when he became the head coach at Florida uh, transferred to Florida uh, he's uh, transferring from Syracuse a former IMG kid 511 184 pounds uh, he's gonna be a preferred walk-on though uh, so but he has uh, decided to transfer to Florida so Kevin Johnson is a uh, is a name that you can add to Florida Florida's uh, wide receiver room. So, I think that I think that's it for uh, for news this week.
0: Very, very, very good, man. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with that Justin Shorter uh, information. Like, I need football to happen. I need, I need, I need a turnaround in this COVID shit. Uh, excuse my my language, but like, I just need football to happen, especially if he's getting clear. Um, word of the week, man which is brought to you by Brun Insurance and Financial Services. Anything you need insured from the panhandle to the keys, hit my man Greg up, 954-589-2204. My man, insure auto, home, uh, any financial services you need. uh, Real hands-on in the whole process from the beginning of it with with a quote all the way to the end with getting your email and your paperwork Mm -hmm. and just making sure everything's okay with you in the process. Man, hit my man Greg up, 954-589-2204. The official insurance, of Stadium Miguel. Yay. Ahmad, what we got?
1: Word of the week, Dan is. That's my that's my drum
2: roll, Dan. I, I hear I, that. It you needs you need um, some
0: work on your room. Hey, Cam, Cam, uh, we need you to work on sound effects, bro. Because like,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I could tell, I could tell, like Ahmad was on on the bass drum and not the snare with that that drum roll.
1: Got <laughs> a deep on it, bro. Man,
0: it was terrible.
1: Oh. Soup, Dan. Soup. 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 Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they soup. Team soup. Yeah, they soup.
2: They're not very good. Trash. No. Opposite. Oh, they're really good.
1: Really, really good. Like, yeah, them boys out there, they soup. They really? soup? soup? They
2: soup. See, like, so like I don't classify soup as like a really good thing. I so I- Yeah, so yeah, so like if
1: I say teams, the other one souped up. Like the boys got, they got a, they got a. He souped you know, up well so. from me,
0: like, like you got some twenty fours on a goddamn Toyota Corolla or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. So in my hood, we say, yeah, man, the boys soup. I mean, like they raw, like they, they, they good.
0: Okay, yeah. that's different. Yeah, Layland's yeah. weird, bro. Yeah, we, yeah,
2: you got different. some different slang. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, bro, we we different. <laughs> Port County, is County, a little little different, man. A little, yeah, well, we, different know. Polk, we know, we know. <laughs> hey, look, look long, long as we, long as we, long as we can, we classify Plant City as Hillsboro. We strict. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we don't want Plant City. So, who got so the song this week? We we out of we. Got, I got to hey, do a manscape. Man. I feel like I got to yeah. do Manscaped for something. Yeah.
1: Hey, I'm just gonna know, do before, it. Before, before, before we do any of that, bro. uh you gotta shave your
0: balls, I?
1: Yeah, man, we gotta <laughs> say, but before we save our balls, man, just uh, you send, <laughs> <laughs> send prayers up to, to the families who uh, who had kids and loved ones shot this weekend in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, Prize yeah. car got shot up as well, so um, you know, ho- hopefully everybody's okay and whatnot. I think Ricky Smiley's daughter got shot in like Houston, something weird like that. Um,
0: yeah, man, it's, it's unfortunate, man. I think, um I don't think this is like I I don't I'm not trying to be negative or anything, but I don't think this is the end of that. I think um, people have been locked in their homes. Uh, Twelve hundred dollars check is is all that a lot of people have gotten, and a lot of people are struggling, man. I think the longer we sit down, in the economy, and the world's doing what it's doing, I think we'll see more of that, man. So I, I just I just really wish everybody would just kind of just try to stay close to their family, stay locked in as much as you can, and, and just. Just kind of lay low. You know what I'm saying? Get through life a little bit,
1: right. man. You, gotta, you, you know, you got to think about the, the, the things that, you know, we, we take for granted when we're getting up, going to work, doing, you know, doing everything we got to do in our everyday lives where you got to take your time sometime and uh, slow down a little bit, man. And, and yeah. if you got family time and opportunities to spend time with family, do that, you know, and just, um, you know, just stay safe because it's a little bit weird outside, dog. I don't even yeah. know how you want to go outside.
0: Yeah, it's crazy right now, man. You see me, man. Um, family at uh, the crib. I'm not I'm not doing much, not moving around that much, man. Um, but let's get let's get out of here with some with, with, with light. So I'm gonna let Dan take it away with the song this week. But uh, I gotta do this manscape read. Hey, man. talk, talk, talk about
1: saving your balls. Go
0: ahead, bro. We listen. Hey man, you know the skin <laughs> proof, you know skin, no, no skimp, no blood, no band-aids. Amad, on the, the, the waves at manscaped.com, man. Um, 20% off on any purchase. Use coupon code SG at checkout. Uh, the Weed Whacker, I cannot find my Weed Whacker. I'm going to tell you something. Once you start like trimming them nose hairs, I think they grow back thicker and faster.
2: That's what I was thinking. I used it one time like three weeks ago and I didn't really have anything up there. Now, all of a sudden, I see like three or four up there. Yeah. I think I released the beast, man.
0: Me too. Now I can't find my shenanigans, man, because I've been like, I had the the house, I was doing the plumbing. So now I'm back home. So in this move, I kind of lost it. And I got some scrolls, some dreadlocks growing in in, in my nostrils now, and I can't find my weed wagger. Oh, man. Yeah, I,
1: And they're, I, and they're I, sold I, out I, on their website right now. So. I, I, gave my, I gave mine to Dad for Father's Day, so that, that was a good Father's Day gift.
0: Yeah. That's clutch for, like, for, for the wash dads, bro, because I know, like, I got I can foresee my nostril hairs being thick in the future. Um, But, yeah, man, y'all check nah, us out, man, manscaped.com. Y'all would not regret it, man. Uh, your balls would thank you. Coupon code SG, 20% off. Y'all know the vibes, man. Stop uh-huh. nicking up your nuts, man.
2: So, a couple things, um, Ahmad. I was going to bring this up before uh, when you were mentioning uh, Polk County and Plant City and that, that dividing line. Shout out to our boy Anthony Peace, whose dad puts on the uh, the Strawberry Show or Strawberry Festival. There, um, his uh, uh, he became the um, social studies high school teacher of the year for uh, Hillsborough County. So, big shout out to Anthony uh, uh, for, for that honor for that honor.
0: So, social studies. What do you teach? Like uh, middle school?
2: No, I think he teaches. I think that's just what they call it. He, he teaches like AP. Um, I think AP American History and Government. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah. Uh, super smart kid. I took him out on the boat a few, uh, maybe you know, six weeks ago or so. Um, super, super guy. Uh, and then yeah, yeah, Anthony, Anthony the like DMs d- me uh, like
0: at least twice a day.
2: Yeah, he <laughs> oh he DMs me all the time. Uh, are they, are, are they, are they okay. really fine people, Dan? Say what?
1: Are they really fine people?
2: Oh, they're, they're exceptionally fine people at the uh, the Florida okay. Strawberry Festival. Anthony hooked me up. He got me in this oh, VIP absolutely. section. Silk, you got up there, too. Yeah, um, Amar was supposed to
0: come. Like, you yeah. supposed to came to the, the Strawberry Festival. Oh, I, have,
2: well, I, I didn't. I
1: forgot.
0: Yeah, you had something come up. Yeah, you yeah, always yeah, have something
1: yeah. come up, Amar. It's Damn, crazy. Don't <laughs> do that, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> dan, <laughs> dan you, always has
2: something you, come dan, up. Look,
1: Dan, <laughs> dan, dan missed the, the whole season, but when going to talk about, <laughs> Oh, you, you, right no, you had a wedding. You had a wedding every weekend, Dan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't help being popular, man Can't help being popular. <laughs> um, so it's my song of the week. I, I had an awesome one picked out. Uh, And then I found out this afternoon that a a legend of country music uh, died today. Charlie Daniels, who sang uh, the very famous song, The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Uh, One of the best fiddle players that ever lived, Uh, whether you you like his music or not. I mean, just an unbelievably talented guy. So rest in peace to Mr. Charlie Daniels. And let's play uh, The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Take us out.
1: Rest in peace, man. All right. I don't know that one, Dan. But I'm
2: about to. You sure, Ahmad? You know it. I know. <laughs> if you don't, I, I, you're about to learn.
0: I damn sure I don't know it, but I'm, I'm I don't gonna tell you. He died. I got. Let's at least I can do is listen to his song. I don't
1: even know why Dan expect me to just know that song though. Like what? what I don't like, know. Ahmad like, like, has like, 88 million
2: listens on Spotify. I figured you're at least with the time enough. He
0: it probably heard like, it on accident or something.
2: Yeah, this song's been out for like twenty five years. Damn, mm-hmm. I don't
0: mean I heard it. All right, Dan. You went to UF. It. You probably heard
1: it. You just don't yeah, know for it. For sure, probably.
2: If, if you've heard a song with a fiddle in it, it is probably this one. Damn,
1: I don't even know what a fiddle I oh. bet you know what a fiddle is, Damn! All like, right. I
0: guess what? I do like baby guitars.
2: No, it's not a baby guitar. It is a smaller <laughs> version of a violin. Oh, That's boy. A- Oh my goodness.
0: Violin is just a chin guitar. Oh my goodness.
1: No, damn, about to get get uncomfortable right now, dog.
0: Is violin not a chin guitar?
1: Oh my God. Let's get out of here, man. Same corner, same time, man. All right, man. (laughs) See
2: you guys next week. Practice your fiddle, boys.
1: I got you. (laughs) That got to be the title fiddle, man. Hey, fiddle, fiddle. Bro,
0: this
2: was a really, I really like good like fiddle.
0: chin, <laughs> chin fiddle. Chin fiddle should probably.
2: No, chin guitar. A chin guitar. guitar, chin guitar. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the wildest take I've probably ever had in my life. <laughs> this
2: is this is the devil went yeah. down to Georgia.
4: Johnny said well you're pretty good old son but sit down in that chair right there and let me show you how it's done fire on the mountain run boys, run the devil's in the house of the rising sun chicken in the bread pan picking out though granted that you don't like no child no Devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat, and he laid that golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet. Johnny said, "Devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again. I done told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best as ever been." He played found the mountain, Run Boys Run." Devil's in the house of the rising sun. The chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough. Are we don't fight no child no.